This is Public Occurrences, both foreign and domestic. And now your host, Michael O'Fallon. go over a few things that we have discussed previously here on public occurrences that I think it's important for us to really make sure that we understand what is happening around us with a historical perspective and not necessarily a historical perspective that goes back 50, 60 to 100 years, but just a historical perspective that goes back five or six years. Because we are now caught up in the fourth gigantic worldwide movement of reflexivity in the last four years which started with Orange Man Bad Movement, which included news story after news story on how bad Donald Trump was. Now remember, the whole Orange Man thing actually started from Marco Rubio, who was fully financed by Paul Singer. And so this movement that started with news story after news story and social media campaigns and slogans, and that had big parade after big demonstration all over the world, to paint Donald Trump as a tyrannical dictator. I mean, I remember being in London at one of Sadiq Khan's giant hate Trump festivals, was staying right there in the midst of it at the Royal Horse Guards, and they had a giant balloon of Trump in a diaper that was carried around Parliament Square. And they also had, and remember, this is in London, they also had a Donald Trump punching bag where passerbys could punch and kick Donald Trump. And then that accelerated into the we're all going to die of a virus movement. And remember, that was like nothing we had ever seen in history before. The entire world shut down. And from everywhere, every portal of information, on the road, in your smartphone, on the news media, every commercial was all focused on stay shut down, stay away from others, stay masked up. And then after four months, with everyone's attention affixed to their screens, the everyone must ask critical race theory into their heart and bow down to those who have more melanin in their skin and, of course, march against capitalism and for Marxist movement. And that was quickly followed by the the 2020 election with all of its mail-in ballots without sure proof of the intent of living voters movement. That then was quickly followed by the January 6th, all conservatives are trying to destroy democracy movement. And then that was quickly turned into the let's declare moms who want race Marxism taken out of their children's schooling to be domestic terrorist movement, which then turned into the ruin the lives of everyone who is not vaccinated movement. Like literally encouraging neighbor to turn on neighbor and hate the unvaccinated movement. And then something happened. People started getting wise to what was happening to them and around them and also to their neighbors. They started getting wise to the fact that they were being divided by the very people that they had elected to lead their countries. And they also noticed that guys like me and others who had been warning people for five or six years that this was all coming. Well, they started noticing that everything is fake. 
And people started getting pretty upset because they couldn't believe anything that was on the news. Now in Canada, a massive protest started, which was followed by the same kind of protests being sparked all over the world. If you remember, in Australia and France and in New Zealand, in Israel, and now also here, but you wouldn't know it in the United States. You wouldn't know it, though. And information started coming out about after effects and severe illnesses caused by vaccines. Not to mention a video of a drunken United Kingdom Prime Minister Boris Johnson dancing intoxicated at a party that he was throwing back during the lockdowns when he locked everyone else down in the United Kingdom. And people were angry, very angry, that their leaders were having a blast while they ruined their economies, destroyed their jobs, muzzled their kids. And when they were arrested for trying to come into a grocery store without being vaccinated. And now, of course, they started turning to them and saying, oh, but we must have a green planet. And people start to see their gas prices go up. And more nonsense. Everything's going up. And people had enough. They now understood that they have been manipulated. From the nonsense surrounding lockdowns to the infusion of race Marxism in their society. And people began to rise up. And all of a sudden, restrictions started to be lifted everywhere. I mean, even in the Soviet Republic of California. But then, the next gigantic reflexive event hit the airwaves. And once again, there was nothing else that you were allowed to care about. This must be your mission. And just like how four years ago, when you had to object to anyone wearing a red Make America Again hat and call them infidels. And just like how two years ago, you had to have a black square attached to your Facebook page or your Instagram page with accompanied apologizing if you were born white or if you were born with too light of brown skin or if you used the newfangled microaggressions and how now you had to march for the right for people to burn down their cities and then beat other people senseless because they were defending their own businesses, or how you had to scream at people sitting down to eat at outdoor cafes and ensure that they lifted their hands with a clenched fist, or how you had to call all cops bastards. Now, I will say, Dr. James Lindsay and yours truly did a fairly good job beginning back in 2017 making the leap into critical race theory quite difficult for them. We had done our own operational preparation of the environment. And then the new religion of the Great Reset refined its doctrines even more. Where the new sacrament of the new religion had to be taken right away, injected in an infusionary sense, and every TikTok video and every cause on TV and every celebrity had to declare their allegiance to the new medical sacrament. And cruise ships were the first to require you to take the new sacrament of the new religion to be able to come on board. And restaurants in New York required you to follow the new religion's protocols perfectly. No heretics allowed. 
But the Canadian truckers spoiled all of that. And the people yearning to be free spoiled all of that. And news beginning to leak out of the CDC and the drug manufacturers was very troubling, to say the least. And then something else happened that, of course, was very, very hard for them to control. And you had the same things happening with this gentleman who simply was having conversations, and he's no conservative. The same sort of things that they were doing to the truckers in Canada or now to Russian leaders. Because you had back-to-back-to-back-to-back guests on Joe Rogan. And he had to be stopped. But once he opened the door to some free conversations about topics that maybe everybody needed to hear, that they weren't hearing on the normal mainstream media, things really started to change. Like, for instance, Dr. James Lindsay, who went on Joe Rogan and explained how we are at a year zero scenario where the World Economic Forum was colluding with participating world governments to reset our entire world. And also where Majid Nassim explained to Rogan that central bank digital currencies would soon be the primary monetary instrument used across the globe, and that the issuers of the currency could control how you use the currency and if you could use it at all. And how this is all coming at a rapid rate to be integrated with ESGs. And also where Dr. Peter McCullough, who explained the issues with COVID and the successful treatment protocols with ivermectin and the fear-mongering and the destruction created by the new COVID religion. And then Dr. Robert Malone, who explained the serious issues with the vaccines and began to refer to mass formation psychosis, which is, as I've been trying to explain since 2017, reflexivity. It can also be understood as a response to a massive move of propaganda. It is, once again, as I've referred to in the past, the Pygmalion effect. The constant flow of propaganda from every single source imaginable that creates some sense of continued cognitive confirmation bias. So, for example, let me just try to bring this home. So let's say that you have breaking news of whatever new propaganda that you want to make everyone to focus on. You have breaking news on every news show, on every social media platform. Big breaking news that unifies everyone in a population base. And then the next day, you keep rolling out the coverage nonstop on every social media influencer that you are connected with. With every single person in entertainment that you can get to do this that you are associated with. You'll even pay them. With every single sports team or sports sports personality that you have an association with. And when someone who is unaware of your manipulation sees all of this, they end up having nonstop confirmation bias. Because every news program is backing up the information that you just saw on your latest push notification. And let's say with that basketball game that you started to watch last night. Everyone on both teams is now wearing a patch on their uniform showing solidarity with whatever the new cause is. And businesses get into the act by punishing the enemy, which that makes news as well. 
corporations begin to either fund the cause that the manipulators want you to care about, or they will cut off funds to the enemy. And everywhere you drive, everywhere you go, it is all about the new reflexive event that is distracting everyone from where we just were with our worldwide protests against the governments, corporations, and news media that were inflicting draconian tyranny on all of us just three weeks ago. It was huge. We were moving in the right direction. Well, they have successfully ended that momentum and turned the counter-revolutionary heads and eyes away from the possible demise of their Great Reset. And they now have, through the most current event, once again, gained their resetting momentum back through endless and nonstop propaganda. All on the latest news. And here we are. All back on the hamster wheel of reflexivity once again. And if you don't shout with virtue signaling passion against the latest thing that you are being told that you must hate, then you're a heretic. You're a demon. You're part of the problem. And even if you say, you know, can we just take a moment here and really try to understand the causes of things? Like, for instance, what was the situation in Ukraine prior to the color revolution that they experienced in 2004? And what happened after that color revolution? What were the fundamental changes that happened in Ukraine? Or how much is Open Societies Foundations invested in Ukraine? Or what was the actual situation with Zelensky becoming president? What led up to that? And what is Zelensky's connection with the World Economic Forum? Or how about, were there really biolabs being set up in Ukraine that have now been destroyed, or is this just a hoax? Or how about this just from a few days ago? Were Russian troops really firing on the nuclear reactors the other night in Ukraine? Or was that misinformation? Or how about this one? Why is it that Lindsey Graham is always on Fox News now talking about killing world leaders? And why is Fox News now having Democrat after Democrat and rhino after rhino on the news talking about Ukraine with a unified voice? Then how about some of these other questions that really need to be asked? And no matter what the conflict is, you want to understand what's going on, right? Because you want to prevent this from happening again in the future. So how about these questions? And these are questions that you're not allowed to ask. What is Vladimir Putin's actual game plan? I mean, the real one. Like, what is he saying? I mean, what is it that Vladimir Putin believes he is defending? And also this. You know, we know that all of the intelligence agencies that we have here in the United States and worldwide have all of our communications monitored. Every stroke, 
every verbal conversation, looking and monitoring at all times to make sure that we stay in line with their goals. Well, how about this? Since you are now talking about throwing us into World War III and putting all of our lives and our civilization into almost certain peril, and there seems to be a lot of confusion in regards to who's telling the truth and who is not, how about if we reverse everything for like, let's say, a month? You know, where we the people can hear every conversation and see every bit of communication from the White House, from the World Economic Forum, from Vladimir Putin, from President Zelensky, from all of the NATO leadership, from Congress, both House and Senate, from our intelligence agencies, from Open Societies Foundations, from the Council on Foreign Relations, from the Chinese Communist Party, from all the major news organizations, heck, from the royal family, and maybe from Mark Zuckerberg and all of the CEOs that are members of the World Economic Forum. How about we try that for, let's say, a month, where there's total transparency, where it's not just what you want us to see and what you want us to hear, where it's what's really going on. And then we can start to wade our way through what is really true and not true. Because right now, we already know that you have been playing this game of propaganda, this grand theatrical stage, and you're trying to change everything. You've already said that part out loud. And you never talked about that before you came into office. And we are sick of being told what we should and shouldn't believe. Right now, we need to see proof before we accept anything that you band of evil clowns have in store for us. Because we don't want to destroy the world and turn it into Klaus Schwab's technocratic fantasy. And we don't want to end humanity. And we don't want to end the pursuit of objective truth. I'm Michael O'Fallon, and this has been Public Occurrences, both foreign and domestic. <laughs>